0: Welcome to the show today. So Elon Musk was just on TED Talk. And did you hear that he's officially going to end the world like iRobot? That's kind of what I heard him say. I don't know. What do you what do you think? Do I you think? did not hear that. I heard I heard his, his talk. I heard him talk. He was at the Giga Factory, right? Yeah, he had that little interview segment going back and forth, and he you know basically said that we have solved autonomic driving, kinda sorta. And we're going to use a robot to get there instead of what they previously were trying
1: to do. He said. Okay, every... so yeah, I heard that he's he's got robots. He he called it what? Optimus. Optimus. He's it's like, an awesome name. He gets branding. So so you're saying the end of the world is Optimus Prime? You know, it's just you've seen so many science fiction types of stories, movies.
0: How do you not think of the Will Smith AI movie? I mean, I... it's just okay. We start with Butler. Awesome. Love the robot to do my dishes. Everyone's on board with that. I would love the robot to clean up my stuff. I need that. Hey, Optimus, shoes. Put we em we, we d- talked about this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> we talked about your task list. You, Come on. You got to get the shoes. But you just can't help but think of the, the world win of events. Slowly but surely, they're going to become stronger. Slowly but surely, they're going to need to take over... Bigger tasks, right? So, so, th- me-
1: so this thing already tickled the the part of your brain that goes, conspiracy, death is on the horizon. <sighs>
0: Straight L- through. Lightning rod, put me in a tunnel, right. vacuum through 50 years of uh, innovation and awesomeness. Take to me the there. End.
1: Let me know how far down we need to dig out of.
0: Well, in the short run, I think it's going to be awesome. I mean, could you imagine having robotics do the short? You know, anything yeah. that you don't want to do could easily just be achieved instantly yes how awesome would that be now can it actually be done i mean this is the stuff that <laughs> no, all the no. way
1: back in the 50s they were talking about you're gonna have a robot that's gonna do these things and in, in, in all reality the problem was always like power and then being able to conceptualize the world which now we've got really detailed cameras we've got lidar we've got all these things that can make the world real and then the next problem is batteries which we're getting better and better at so these things can be autonomous rather than having to be plugged in constantly. So two of the major problems have been solved. I mean, he's right. And then his last part is what? He, he said AI was the last horizon. Well, it was kind of fun because
0: I followed Elon for a really long time because, you know, he's basically the biggest innovator that's ever – everyone should know about Elon Musk. It was funny. I was watching that interview at Ted talks on the couch and my wife sits down. She's like, what are you watching? I'm like, Oh, this crazy interview with Elon Musk. And she goes, who's Elon? And I'm like, (laughs) what? (laughs) She was, she had to be joking. I wish she was. I was like, you know, Tesla, the manufacturer. she's like, Oh cool. And she gets on her phone as if it's like, not a thing. And I'm like, Deer in headlights for so, at least 20 seconds. So we're the weird ones is what we're realizing. Apparently, no one knows who Elon Musk is except for like everyone. I, I, I don't know. Um. Nonetheless, right. I'm watching this interview and I'm hearing, you know, the bullets come together. He mm-hmm. was basically talking about, hey, the ultimate goal was self-driving cars. I said it years ago. Right. We got to ceiling after ceiling, different things didn't pan out. We didn't quite get the ability for these cars to drive themselves. So then we realized that we needed to make a robot that could perceive vision through the cameras and then could also think and determine where
1: to drive. Which in essence is AI. So he so he realized that just reacting to inputs wasn't enough. They also needed to judge those inputs. Yeah, just, basically in a nutshell, he probably said it a little bit smarter than I. But uh... well, I remember the one part that he said that that made me realize, oh, that's why it's so hard. He's like, when you when you take a snapshot, right, right. and you can you can judge what's going on in the snapshot only so far because you don't have motion to determine like what's happening. He's like, but then judging motion, you also need to project motion. So, you got a kid that runs on one side of the car, goes behind the car. Your mind has a perception that that kid's going to come out on the other end, and you're going to slow the car down. But a computer needs to learn that that's a problem, and then learn to perceive the future problem. Right, or you'd have
0: you'd have to have endless programming. I mean, every scenario would have to be programmed in, which becomes a little problematic unless you can just make ai and make it think for itself all well, of a sudden
1: also you got to be thinking if if it's programs it's reactionary every program is reactionary it has an input it it creates an output so you actually have to make the program guess at an input so that it can give you an output that matches that guessed input which is which is ai that's right. what's happening
0: but so let me ask you How do all roads not lead to doomsday? Like what possible (laughs) scenarios could there be to slow it down if not stop it? Because once it gets to like a military style Mm -hmm. level, dude, how do you, how do you really prevent that from happening? Even if it's just bad characters playing along, bad programming, like the AI, you know, in AI, that movie, the robot decided that humans were the problem, right? Maybe that's not exactly the scenario. This could be done twenty years before sure. that, just by a bad character, like a a country coming along right. saying, "Our artificial intelligence is going to invade
1: X country." Right. So, well, let's <sighs> let's. I think to answer that, we have to kind of go back to where it starts because I, I do agree. If if you ramp it forward a hundred years and go, we have fully militarized robots. How does that not end the world? I think you start by making them more more like puppies you make them housemates first you make them sure
0: but i don't i don't know that it has to end the world because nuclear bombs didn't end the world Mm -hmm. right you'd have the ultimate deterrent does that just mean that this is a new form of a big stick we'll
1: we'll unleash our robots but we know you'll unleash your robots so we won't unleash our robots because the robots on the other side of the fire
0: so maybe the problem still is just simply, maybe mankind can make that rational decision. Let's say they do. Okay. Okay. How do you make the robot not become what the AI functions
1: were in that movie? Well, we have... So, one of the problems in the movie is they had the ability to override all data remotely. And so, once you instill that, you kind of remove all ability to tell a robot not to. Because but, you can always tell it to ignore something.
0: And And I'm probably not... I'll give you an educated statement more so than like, this is exact. One of the biggest complaints that I've always read about employees that worked at Apple was the problem was, is they couldn't upload everything to the cloud to process data for Siri, right? Mm -hmm. That's why the Google assistant became so much smarter because they were using it as like a one hub. And that was a choice.
1: They said that because they wanted to do it to protect privacy. They wanted to do it to protect your, your information. Exactly. But it made it slower. But it made it not function as well. So now you've got the Google style,
0: um, what is it? The Google Assistant. Yeah, Yeah. the Google Assistant's way smarter, functions way better. And anybody that argues that just has never used it because it's way better. It's really amazing. But when you think about it like that, the writing is on the wall of what would be more efficient. It would be uploading and utilizing a cloud-based system to where the artificial intelligence can evolve and learn more rapidly based Mm -hmm. on... Zillions of situations around the world, sure. rather than just this one situation inside the in that room. It's, How does that not become? What's well, the same thing what you do,
1: It's the same thing you do on your computer. You you want to make sure that your computer stays up to date, so it communicates back home. And they want you to automatically they automate the system. Send us problems, send us errors, so that we can make our entire system more robust. Makes sense. They'll yeah. absolutely do it with robots. Exactly. But, Writing is on the wall. It's happening. But. There's, uh, there's something called firmware that is in most electronics right now. And that's like the way this thing was built, it has a limitation. It was part of the problem with the, uh, the iPhone batteries, if you remember that from a couple years ago. Uh, explain. So the iPhone battery couldn't um, – it told the phone to slow down to help maintain oh, wow. battery life. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, so that was firmware. That was, that was hardwired into the way that the, the phone was built. And there was no way to overcome it with software uh, except through like really weird jump through hoops kind of stuff. And, and it didn't really work. So the problem everyone had with their iPhone might be the salvation of Elon Musk's robot in every home. You develop into the firmware that there is a stop, 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 like he talked about. Or there is an automated self-destruct, like whatever the thing yeah. is. I
0: think it'd be cool if there was a push button that it blows apart like a NASCAR. I'm like, you're getting a little crazy here,
1: Tim. <laughs> Oh, you're talking on the thing. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, if you can whack him, he's going down. Falls to pieces. Well, you know I worry I mean? about that because then you've got... Now I've got to know robot jitsu. And I, I don't know if I'll know robot jitsu enough to touch the, the big old chest plate button. <laughs> Do you think that you would make robots that are
0: designed to have extreme limitations you know when i saw a it was probably five or six months ago there was an interview or a presentation that elon was giving on stage about the potential of a robot the robot walks out looks like it's walking and of course i'm like i'm pretty sure that's a person and then it break dances and i'm like that's definitely a person (laughs) i get it you were joking but uh you know it kind of put up what they thought the specs would be what it would weigh what its strength level would be you know if you made robots in that capacity you could overpower them. Uh, you, you, potentially you'd be able to stop them from doing about anything if there was that right. potential doomsday scenario. So maybe you just build the robots a little weaker. You know, you you kind of build these robots to where a, a guy could actually stop them. But right, if it's built like a ninja, you just grab a knife.
1: Yeah, and I'm I'm diced up. I th- I think the I think the way that the robots one become accepted within humanity is it does the tasks that we don't want to do. Around the house. It would be the ultimate level of getting rid of your privacy
0: on your phone you've already decided to do. Right. It's like, oh, you're going to do my dishes. Um,
1: That's my underwear. Also... Apparently, I don't wipe well, because you're going to have to clean the dark spots out of I
0: it. I had Mexican last night, and it was a little too much. No
1: judgment. You said in the brochure, <laughs> no judgment. And the thing, like, fake rolls yeah. its wah, eyes. Wah, wah. I, that's the robot I want. I want to be able to interact with this thing and get that kind of you response. You want it to be like a personality. Oh, all yeah. Out. I mean, that's the thing that I... So I, I changed Siri, uh, her voice, to a guy's voice, and I changed it to that voice because I wanted to be able to yell at it and not feel bad. Okay, okay. <laughs> like, I felt bad yelling sure. at girl Siri. Felt great yelling at Australian guys. Yeah, he Siri. gets a lot
0: of things wrong. Oh, so and he gotta... gets flack
1: from me on the yeah. daily.
0: Yeah, you let him know. Huh?
1: Oh, yeah, and I don't feel bad about it. In fact, I want him to kind of rip back and then go, oh, I don't mind that you're stupid because at least we have fun together. Yeah, I get it. Does So would you want it to be a person's face or like make this thing look like a robot. Oh, you know what I mean? No. Think about that though. I think it's the same thing with the Siri. I think I want a robot. I want to be able to, I want to be able to treat it. And maybe that's why the robots end up going against us is because I treat it like less of a thing.
0: That's what I mean. That's Dang where it. all roads go. All roads go to whatever the timeline is, you know, in, in the interview, is, he it, says, is it 10
1: years? Is it a hundred years? Yeah.
0: In, in the video, he says, um, uh, Correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm pretty sure it was like within the next 12 months or a year, he's going to have some kind of an offer. Mm -hmm. Um, And then within three years, probably robots in the home around the price of a car. And no one knows what that really
1: meant. Like, sure. He mentioned some things that they could do. But I mean, I think about a, a, you know, a sink top robot that is just doing dishes and, and putting dishes away that's completely viable. Like it has a limited workspace. It has a limited engagement and I don't have to worry about it tripping on yeah, but you the th- boxes. Or you the think things. about like immediate ground level.
0: If that's true, three years in, you know, Elon Musk in that interview, he also said that he, he estimated he was going to sell 500,000 cars. It seemed insanely out of reach. And then he hits it. I mean, the guy hits his goals. He sent a freaking rocket to space. I mean, right. and, and the he... bigger thing, it came back and went, yeah. Landed. landed. What's that about, right? Oh, let's get a net and hang out in the ocean. You know, like, no, literally, it landed. Um, yeah, no, I'm going to put it on that. So net. let's say he can execute. Mm-hmm. Let's say his timeline's off by a little. We could safely say maybe five, six, seven years, you might have some kind of a compelling offer for someone to pay 25 G's, 30 G's for this robot. Let's imagine it's mm-hmm. in your house. Quite frankly, immediately landscaping businesses, all out of business. Yeah, don't need uh it. Anyone that cleans homes, Out of business. Um, Dog walkers, I don't know if that's a booming business, but... Gone. Out of business. I mean, literally... I don't need a dog if I've got Car wash companies, there's like 18,000 of them around my house. Yes. All gone. Anything that you could just have a simple task with Mm -hmm. that could be... In my mind, don't get me wrong, if he literally has figured out artificial intelligence, because... Who would that's an that's an insane jump in technology at a snap of a finger. It's not an iPhone. That's like, hey, hey, did you want to use the Internet? But did you want to just do it on this little thing instead of there? No, no, No,
1: you're saying that you made a person. Well, I think the I think the bigger thing with the AI is currently his AI is being used to perceive depth, perceive the world. It's it's really infancy. It's it's like having a two year old running around your house. It maybe doesn't have murderous intent. It maybe doesn't have existential thoughts. It doesn't have any of those things. Like, it's not sure. true AI in that it's not artificially us, but it is artificially a very young us. And maybe that's what you do. You just say, our AI will always be shackled to be a very young, very impressionable, and it's not going to. But outside Uh, of existential thoughts, but outside of firmware, our phones still receive updates,
0: Mm -hmm. all those kind of things. So if they're going to do that in that capacity, wouldn't you imagine that motor skills would be increasing rapidly? Right. Robots learn how to do a task different. They scanned every single dishwasher in the entire world and figure out how to put dishes in it. You work on the motor skills. You know, you could turn this angle a little bit and this would be better if you moved your arm like this. All of a sudden, this thing is moving around like a person within three years. You're going to want to get an upgrade probably because the first
1: version of it's going to be limited by the robotics, right? Right. So you're you're each, each generation of this robot until they get to a point where it's like, are we really getting anything new physically? Right. I mean, but okay. at that decision, you're at that point, right? You could upgrade. Okay. So we're I'm going moving. to ask it
0: again. Do you want a human face? Hey, <laughs> have you seen any of the compelling okay. ones? Like well,
1: there are some that like literally right now look like people. We we can go we can go real gross real fast. There are robots that are made to do amorous? Is that should we just say amorous? That, What's that? Uh it's there are robots made to do tasks that are meant for a bedroom.
0: Oh, you mean like some uh, porn kind of stuff. Is that exactly. what you're talking about? Exactly. Yeah. So you've
1: got you've got those so first of all, yeah. those robots kind of exist already. Yeah, that's going to be a thing. And so then the question is does my maid robot who walks around the house just also like we're going down a whole different
0: but but yeah. but you think will. how big the porn industry is like how humans would you will. say that that is not I mean that's going to be a big part of it. It's going to be kind of crazy. You walk by the the robot mowing the lawns in a bikini like
1: <laughs> I mean and it doesn't need to because you know that it can come in and just, all that to say Wipe your feet, it, Regina. Yeah. The, no, in, Vance, Regina. the entirety of human existence will in, will exist in the robots because we'll want it to. like. And I think that's the truth of it. So, yeah, while the, the infancy stage, which we will... We might not even get military robots in our lifetime. Probably will. But maybe it's an in its infancy By his stage. timeline, we will. By his time, time. Yeah, definitely. But those are the ones he's always said that he's bad at being skeptical. Like, he's always a little bit off on those. But even think
0: about it. I mean, to
1: be off, like... Say so you're on off 10 years. The, on the exact date,
0: I mean, that's what we're nitpicking about. Oh, you missed it by six months. Like To me, if you're even saying that everyone's got one in 50 years, that's crazy. I will I mean, say
1: that when you watch all of the things from the 50s and you watch these people talking about the great new future with the floating robots and the fixing of the stuff, like that seemed unbelievable then. Well, when, and, and even now it still does. Oh, I don't know. When Elon talks about it, I sit there and I go, I I bet he can make that see, happen. I agree. Only
0: because Elon Musk says it. Right. But I have to say, that's why I was so shocked by this. I'm listening to the simple old Ted Talks. It pops up on my YouTube feed. I'm clicking through. I'm like, hey, let me see what he had to say. No mm-hmm. problem. Let's check it out. And I'm watching it and I'm like My wife doesn't care. She's she's not she's not at all into it. And I'm listening to him and I'm going, Holy moly, he literally figured out artificial intelligence. I mean But again. Maybe, apart, maybe. Apart. No, the no, I'm just saying it. though, like did, yes. did you literally, are you saying that you hit a ceiling, you hit a ceiling, you hit a ceiling, you think you're going to have autonomous cars because of
1: this robot Optimus and we actually think we fixed it. Well, we he, made the thing. He made it sound like we have enough of an artificial intelligence figured out that as long as we're not traveling at 60 miles an hour and the, the, the conclusion to our oops is death, well, then we're actually in a good place. When the the robot's traveling two miles an hour, no one's going to get dead when it runs into them. So our artificial intelligence is good enough for that. You know, month
0: one, nothing but in the tabloids of like Katie the robot running into the wall. You can't oh, yeah. turn you know what I mean it's gonna be nonstop. Elon's an idiot. That's all right. everybody's gonna say. Right. And it's like, dude, I don't know. Katie just did your dishes. She just didn't know how to get around that
1: corner. You know, reboot that thing. I bet you'll be all right. That well, that's gonna be the best part. You sit there and you call into you know Tesla. Oh man. Uh hi, Tesla. I'm I'm having an issue with uh my Optimus. Uh yes. Uh well what's the problem? Uh it seems to be spinning in circles and it's wielding a knife. Oh, okay. We've seen this before. Oh.
0: Oh uh, Um, get out of the house, start there. Mm -hmm, Um, mm -hmm. she will most likely by default burn down your home. It's a, it's a kind of a thing we have right now. The fail safe
1: is burning down my house. Yes. Um,
0: unfortunately it's coded a little funny right now, but we're going to have an update soon. Can I just reboot it? Maybe hit the red button on
1: its back. Oh, that's where the knife's at. Yeah. All, all right, I so I guess I'm just losing the house. <laughs> it could be. yeah. I mean, yeah. So so to get to your original question, will they all be military? Are, are we looking at the end of the, the world? Yeah. I I yeah. mean, think I guess about you're it, right. You're Mo- right. Motor skills to
0: do all the fun tasks at which you want to be done. Mm-hmm. Your motor skills will have to be pretty darn good. You got to yeah. walk upstairs. Yeah. You got to walk downstairs. Two different things. Mm-hmm. You got to be able to carry something and walk downstairs. Mm-hmm. Throw that load in front of you and right. walk downstairs.
1: Completely different motor skills at the hip and Which, the knee. Like, and Boston Dynamics is that the name of the company that's building all these robots? I've that seen are, a bunch from them. They're figuring out how to do all that. That part is is getting. And this this thing doesn't need to be bipedal. Like it, can, is it bipedal? It doesn't need to walk on two legs. Right. It can walk on four legs. It's kind doesn't of crazy. My,
0: my daughter's four years old and she already thinks of Siri as like a person. When do we ever get to meet Siri? Oh, she asked that? She's asked me that. Whoa. And then I'm thinking like, this is all coming out. Do, 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 do. She might be moving in, in a couple of years. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Let me introduce you to Siri. Come on in. Yeah. yeah. Hey,
1: Siri wielding a knife.
0: Can it be waterproof? That's probably
1: an awful big hurdle to get through, don't you figure? Yeah, especially with all the moving parts. So I mean, there, boom, that's it. All you have to have is a squirt bottle, have a super soaker by your bedside. uh, Yeah,
0: everyone gets a fire uh, water thing installed. But still, it could probably do crazy stuff before it really gets somewhere, right? Well, as long as I hide under my bed and I hit the sprinkler system. Sam, I... I hate to say it, but your robot just killed your dog. It thought it was intruder and it was protecting you because it was barking from the lightning and it killed your dog. Um, so
1: it, this is the point where I'm supposed to be upset. <laughs>
0: well no, you, you're no, not a you're not
1: a 15 huge... year old dog that really it, it probably has would, It in... probably would be best
0: if she, you know, I don't know. but a puppy. If yeah. it was, I'd be so sad if it was yeah. a puppy. <laughs> no, I mean dogs are yeah, dogs are tough when they get old. They're yeah. an emotional roller coaster. But I'm just saying like, there are so many things that this robot is going to have to have like next
1: level. Robotic skills. Well, ultimately, I'm going to want my robot to be able to do the things that I ask, not, you know, which is what they're trying to do with the assistant. Like, hey, uh, we're having friends over tonight. And then, you know, the Tesla optimist sits there and goes, okay, that means I'm going to have two more plates. I'm going to make sure I pull those out and I'm going to increase the groceries for the evening to make sure I have ordered, because you can order through Alexa already. I've ordered the correct groceries so I can prepare a meal for six instead of four.
0: What are people going to do all day? when, when all this the is done
1: robot takes care of food
0: takes care of pickups drop offs takes care of i mean do the dinner time routine when a family with you got a family of 4 well, it's a thing like did you go grocery shopping did you not go grocery shopping did you do this i mean
1: imagine how much unbelievable free time you would have
0: if like every task you had disappeared
1: so it's funny because there is there's like a long-standing this is a question mark that's been on ever since technology has taken people's jobs so for one the same question was asked during the uh when we made the the uh, not the dishwasher well dishwasher too but like uh the clothes washer well someone's job in the home was to wash clothes and now you've taken that away so they just put it in a thing and all we have to do is fold it well, right. Now all we're doing is the exact same thing, except now I also don't have to fold it and put it away. Yeah. So each different element, the idea has always been, yeah. if you remove people's have to of the throwaway tasks, people are going to have the ability to imagine and do something even greater and even better. Or sit on a raft with a cocktail. That's going to be what ends up happening because we've yeah. proven that that's what happens. Yeah. But is leisure a bad thing? I, I mean,
0: I love the sound of it completely, but I, I will say... I don't know that everyone's just a go-getter out there that, like, wants to change the world. I think there's an awful lot of people that, you know, I do what I need to do. Uh, I enjoy my family time. I really just live for my family. But if you could take, like, all those tasks off the the table, ideally, I would think that most
1: people would do something for income. But Mm -hmm. what is there literally to do that's left? Well, especially for home – so – if you've got a robot that can do home maintenance stuff, you've got a robot a robot that can do you know a large majority of menial tasks at uh, at Steak and Shake, at you know all these other places where I'm going to get food. Like, in fact, he even mentioned that the first place that he envisions these robots going is going to be an in industry because they're going to be able to foot the bill.
0: It'll be it'll be funny though. Like he he mentioned that the cost of everything would go down dramatically. Never ever in anyone's lifetime in the latest future. Future. That's the wrong way to put it. In all of the time and anything that you have to look back on, when has prices ever come down? Now, maybe you're saying that they stick at that point, and then inflation continually occurs, and then it just seems relatively cheap. I guess you could look at it that way, maybe. But it's not like grocery stores are going to come out and be like, "Hey, we're not milking the cows anymore." All of our robot friend optimists do that. Uh, they don't drive the trucks here either. They work twenty four seven. They even stock the shelves. Milk is fifty cents. We literally just have a manager here that flips the switch on and off on a robot that's not acting right. We only have one problem here. The owner of the grocery store is in this loop. The guy here is in the loop that runs the store while all the robots move. Now your milk is 50 cents.
1: Yeah. I doubt that I see that happening. Do- so a it does, long it does happen and it doesn't feel like it's happened, but every time uh, there's an increase in productivity, every time there's an increase in those sorts of things, at least within a capitalist world, you you decrease the cost for that company to produce it. So basically what ends up happening is um, that company comes through, they have a design, and then the next company comes in and they do it with robots. Well, now that design, I can undersell because I'm not paying people, which was my main – I mean, when you look at every company, their main cost is their employees. When their employee can be bought one time, we'll even say you only last five years. You, you pay for an employee once and you save money for four years. I mean, that's a massive, um, that's a massive uh, bonus into my net income as a company. And so you're going to be able to offer your product for lower. Not a lot lower because I still want to make the money, but lower than the guy next to me.
0: If you took out operating costs, though, from paying employees, mm-hmm. I mean, you literally could drop the cost of...
1: Right. Everything insanely low. So competition will drive it down as long as there's competing companies. Now, if Optimus is the only thing in town and they're the only thing going, that's going to be a bit of an issue. But Optimus is not the end. Optimus is the unit to create the end. It would be
0: cool, though, if you let allow companies to compete. Well, yeah. you're kind of screwing everybody. I can hire some of these robots to do the same thing you're doing. I'll throw up a grocery store and charge a margin of 10% and right. make a killing. But, but what do you do thing... with all these workers? I mean, that is a lot of displaced workers. And if you're going to say that you're going to give, what what's the phrase where everyone gets a, a check? Um,
1: oh, the uh, the freedom, universal dividend. basic income. That's what yeah. it is.
0: So if, if you're going to do universal basic income, I, I'm not really, I, I don't really care to get into the politics of it. Mm-hmm. My literal thought is you can say whatever you want on the day to day. What in the world is everybody going to do?
1: Right. Well... So I do think that, first of all, we do know that leisure is a really big thing. Like everyone leans into whatever leisure they like, whether it's, you know, playing video games, whether it's going out on a boat, whether it's going for hikes, whether it's doing any of those things. So adding leisure. How many many hours a day hmm? would you get back? If If I got back all of the menial tasks that I have to do, including travel, like driving, but that's still a time sink because I have to get from point A to point B. If I get back like dishwashing and all those things, I mean, I easily get back two hours. Minimum. Minimum of two, two hours. Two hours a day. Easily. I think I eat it up with, you know, currently anytime I get a leisure time between kids, I end up scrolling or doing something like that because it's something I can theoretically put down.
0: So basically, everybody's
1: just going to be on their phones
0: mindlessly 24 I, seven, I think initially, yes, but or they end up living in the metaverse, the whole
1: crazy, you know, internet world. I mean, what else would you do? But you got to think there, th- while we'll say 80% as a, as a full on fabricated figure, 80% of the population does nothing more than leisure or waste their time, they got back two hours, we'll even say 90%. There's a there's a 10% population that gets that time and does something amazing with it. That would be your Elon Musk's. That would be your your people that have those visions. And so to give that 10% the freedom to accomplish that, especially because that 10% isn't necessarily rich to begin with. Elon Musk became rich, gets the benefit of being rich by being able to hire somebody to do that job. So but isn't
0: here, But isn't everybody going to have to create their own business Then, in a sense because what you're explaining still means that all I got to do is go hire five robots and then they can do all the tasks so literally only
1: one person thought of something to do and then one person executes it and it's still just one of one right potentially like I get what you're saying in that as long as I come up with a new idea I don't need people to do it I can use my robots to do it that part's true but the next innovation and the next innovation and the exploration and the excitement that comes from those sorts of things like that will be pretty unless AI rapidly, aggressively changes. Excitement from innovation is a human thing. Excitement from exploration is a human thing. Excitement from the new horizon is a human thing. And so I do think that even, don't know when the timeline will be, even for the immediate future, the next innovation in robotics, the next innovation in AI will be completely human driven because we're the only ones that'll care. It's kind of interesting
0: though, because the real point to all of this would be, did you really make it? Did you really make AI? Or are we doing like a facade of it? You know, Siri is not Siri, mm. some magical robot. Siri is obviously listening to commands mm-hmm. and executing what it thinks you Yeah, It's very obvious. It's, she is not artificial intelligence in a She's getting sense. an
1: idea of, I have a broader list of what that command is to still get the same output. But yeah, it's basically that. But aren't we all that thing? Like, yeah, okay. No, I, I don't. I'll just say uh, I'm a robot today which is pretty accurate. I have a certain number of inputs that I like and a certain number of outputs that are going to come from it. I mean, I'm not much more than a, an accumulation of that. And to be honest,
0: that's what I actually always thought artificial intelligence would become. It would become an amazing robotic execution of knowing how to do a task when requested upon. Mm-hmm. Why can't I just tell you to wash the dishes, whether I have my insertion in my brain and I'm doing it you know, through the web, mm-hmm. or I'm just like, hey, Gary, wash the dishes. Would or, you?
1: Or she looks. He, whatever. How do you call a robot? Optimus. Optimus looks at the dishes and goes, "Dishes need to be done," and it does it. But the, or it's a timing thing. I'm just saying,
0: like mm-hmm. programming wise, all of these are very different things. Mm-hmm. You know, like hey, I set a timer at every 8 a.m. You do the dishes. Those kinds of things. Sure. If the robot could actually execute that level of motor skills. Mm-hmm do we really need this thing to be able to think and do all this crazy stuff that once you go down the plane of 100 years and then you're like, oh, no, it's going to want to kill really us. We really shouldn't have let it think. It's going to really take us well, over. So
1: so you heard the other part of his, because he's at Neuronet or Neuralink, I think is what mm-hmm. he's calling it. And and I, I think this kind of bridges the gap because in his mind, um, the reason the robots don't want to kill us is because we are the robots, which is like, this is... It, conspiracy mind, pop it on, here we go. So let
0: me get my tin hat on.
1: Exactly. So you mine's kind of like
0: a sailor version. Oh, I'm, you do yeah. the the front to back. Yeah, I do the yeah. Just mm-hmm. that's just a little bit uh, my style. I just like the I like
1: the commando helmet. Okay. So, okay. I'm so ready. So here's here's the new conspiracy thing, which in the short term, however long that is, isn't isn't that bad. Uh, he's talking about being able to integrate um, this link basically to your brain. That allows you to manipulate for people that have lost a limb a a robotic limb, which yeah. is beautiful. Like awesome. that's fantastic. Awesome gives you back the the motor function that you you've completely lost, and gives you back the ability to interact with the environment around you the way it was designed for, which sure. is human hands. Right. So that's super cool, and and potentially like, I mean, earth changing right now. Like, you you give back people's life, people's livelihood. It's really cool. Absolutely. Now, that said, why does it just have to be a replacement of a human hand? Maybe I want it to be, you know, I, I actually want to have jet legs. So we we're replacing my legs with jet legs, and I still have the thing in my brain that tells the jet leg to fire, And so as long as I can make it work, I'm basically moving around like Iron Man. But in essence, you're almost
0: describing a a race between the two. How do they integrate or control if one, you know, if you if you literally made an AI that's going to be learning house is going to be learning all those motor skills at at being a butler, more or less, Mm -hmm. you've got that concept. If that's created now and the Neuralink thing comes in 20 years, isn't it too late? I mean, you kind of already let this thing learn at astronomical speeds. As long as robotics continue to increase, how would you ever even slow it down? I mean, it would be so smart. It would be so capable. It would probably be more of an efficient employee than any one person you could hire literally at a snap of a finger within years.
1: Well, because in reality, I don't need... if, If I can make... If my brain can make a hand move in these... Like, in all honesty, non—they are non—squeeze. Like, you know, I can make it do that, but they're, he's really describing the ability to manipulate the joints in a very tactile, very fluid way. You don't even need that to just, like, have the Neuralink tell your dishwasher robot to wash dishes. Sure. It's like, all right, now it's it's running its base program of wash dishes. Right. That's not a problem. If, as long as it That's what I mean, though. That.
0: That, that function doesn't seem like artificial intelligence no. in a sense that like. That's just inputs being, yeah.
1: being given through the brain for sure. the output being I, I do the task that you program me to do. Right. Totally cool. Totally super. Like, we understand that. There's nothing dangerous about that. But, but that's just the way it is. That ain't Optimus. That's not Optimus. That's not what he's claiming. That ain't optimus. optimus. But assume that Optimus is in some way connected with this neural link. And now all Optimus is an extension of me. He hasn't really done AI. He's just made a more robust way for it to do what I want it to do. So now all Optimus is 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 just my ghost limb. I, I agree that that would be great. The only
0: thing that I see is that once the one gets going, it, the potential would be insane. You're going to be using it as like a future teller. If it can calculate and do everything, it tell you what stocks to choose. It could tell you what bets to pick. It could tell you... I mean, you think about its endless return but on your investment. But we're
1: already doing that. Like, w- robots are running our stock market for the, for the most part.
0: Well, I mean, yes and no, but I I'm just saying... pop into an index fund. The now, index all of a sudden, Optimist
1: doing. could do all that. Yeah, yeah. You know, it, like... I don't Again, know, that's, that's, where... that's a higher thing, but I, I think to your original point... If I have Neuralink and I have these abilities, we're getting back to the tin hat, like I said, now the race is not about can the robots kill us. Now the race becomes who of us is still human versus who of us isn't.
0: Oh, so you're saying that it's almost the same thing with the turn of nuclear bombs. You're saying, well, I have a big stick, too. I have different limbs and things that are more efficient i have stuff so right maybe you're not just going to want to take me on i have access to everything you have access to because i have this neural link in my brain
1: well i've got so right now we already have drones we have drones executing missions interesting it's the exact same thing except i'm controlling a drone with my fingers right if instead i'm controlling a drone with my neural link it's just a faster bandwidth maybe i can control more drones maybe i can do things like that you're just opening up the bandwidth we're already doing robotic warfare so in essence, you're seeing like
0: a potential 50, 100 years down the road. Say everything evolves greatly. All of a sudden, you've got different limbs that, no, no, you did create a species. Mm-hmm. Yeah, And then it also robot it just
1: lives next door. Yeah. and And the weird part is it's also still human. So now you're looking at something much more like X-Men where you've got, the, so who's the, doing my dishes, though, in that scenario? Because it doesn't sound like anyone's going to want to do my dishes. Good, we probably just won't need dishes. That's the next phase. So uh. once I become mostly robot and I can download, I mean, neuro, if, if Neuralink can really download my thoughts and, and if truly all I am is a collection of inputs and outputs and I, I'm less and less human, so I have less meat to feed. And actually, now I don't even need food. Well, now no one's doing my dishes. I just make sure I plug myself into my Tesla wall every day, and now Tesla is my food. Huh. Now, he's he's already figured it out. Is he going
0: to sell candy bars, do you think?
1: Is that what it is? Well, maybe you, Maybe you get different tasting uh, energy. This one, I can what would tell be this the, one came from what Iowa. What would be the first thing you downloaded? First thing I downloaded? Kung Fu. Kung Fu? I'm you're, learned, you're doing Neo, like Matrix with, style? Without a doubt. Really? Like, oh, yeah. And maybe... But the problem is I still need to have access to an airplane. Like I'm going to want to fly.
0: I'm going to want to fly. Do you think that you'd have the same ambitions to want motor skills if like it's not even your body? Yes. Because wouldn't you not have the hormonal releases and all the things that make you enjoy those types of things? That's a good question.
1: Because in my head, I love it and I get the feeling of that. But I would lose that if I lost my adrenal glands. Maybe I keep my adrenal glands. Everything else is is gone. All keep the adrenal glands. Those things got I want to still be happy. Yeah. Right, well so what about you? What's the, what's the first thing you can replace a body part now?
0: If I if I literally and I know this probably sounds silly, but if I could know like anything, I would want to like I would want every book and every history book downloaded in my brain. You just want time. to download I want to know all of the knowledge.
1: Things. I want to know all of the things. That's super nerdy.
0: I know, but uh, could you imagine though if you really had the ability to like I want to know all of the history.
1: You you would know, you would make such better decisions. How do you think you would process that? Like, how would your brain deal with that many inputs? um, Would it be a memory at that point, do you think?
0: think? Well, I think it would be like one of the, you know, your whole life, you don't just have every memory ever done, just readily available, but it kind of created who you are and your subconscious Mm -hmm. and those kinds of things. So if you could get smashed with all the knowledge in the world and you were pulling from. Different great rulers throughout, you know, their mindsets, the way they saw yeah. things, uh, understanding the ins and outs
1: of the human mind, like.
0: That would be uh,
1: some pretty tremendous Nietzsche, perspective. I've got, yeah, I've got Nietzsche. I've got uh, I've got all of these uh, great like philosophers. Yeah, like I've what's got... an
0: artistic approach versus a military style approach? What's you know, and you could combine them and, and maybe just maybe you make this this chi of uh the well, I mean, central. A, a you lot know of what people I mean?
1: say right now that the best way to expand who you are as a person is to read more. So you, I mean, you would be doing that. All right. So that's super philosophical. That's super cool. And, and, yeah. and I, I think the world is better for you having done that. <laughs> but what I really want to know is when you replace a part of your body, which part of the body is getting replaced?
0: <laughs> uh, now that you're so smart yeah, and cool, yeah, let's, let's do something cool, better.
1: Um, thank you, Solomon, for being wise. You've yeah. chosen correctly.
0: Let's see. so if I was to replace just a body part, a well, body we part. we probably can't talk about that body part. But, no way. Uh,
1: you're not going eyeballs first, you're going, you're going straight. Um I don't know. It kind of just depends on the context.
0: like so in your world of imagination, mm-hmm. it, am I pretending I have? I'm already become something, or you're saying, like, step one? I mean, going, one,
1: go into the sci-fi world of the coolest, like, robot body parts of any kind that you've seen. Like, what's the first thing you're adding? Uh, Maybe jetpack. I might add a whole new thing. I just might
0: put a jetpack on my butt. Yeah, I think that, you know, the eyes would be cool because you'd be able to see better, more clearly, and all those types of things. But I, if I still have, like, adrenaline on it, I think flight would be... Yeah, I think flight would be everything. Yes. Could you imagine just freaking rocket pack fly into the air and anywhere you want to go
1: no well i mean
0: yes the I mean, raccoon suit come to life is how that long, what it's called Squirrel how long suit, has it whatever. been
1: since you've had a dream of like flying yesterday yeah best dreams in the world yeah i love flying L- love those dreams like when i wake up after a flying dream i'm i'm like willing myself back to sleep because i want that dream back like if that happens i'm all in like i'm i might i might ask you to cut my legs off tomorrow put the rockets on yeah could be, yeah. Will you would do it right away? Uh, how many how many legs
0: how many legs you got to see get chopped off before you're doing it? Uh, like you yeah. got to wait till Tim comes across the street and he's like, "Yeah, I did it." I was, I want, uh, I, I really want to keep up with Tim because he's got cool
1: rocket legs. <laughs> I really wanted a dunk, so mine like just can jump really high. I will say this: I am not an early adopter. We've already talked about this, but I'm like a middle adopter. So it probably would take a Tim and maybe a, a Jerry down the street, and then the guy down the street that I never thought would do it, but like he just gave it a shot because someone gave him a gift card. Like I might be in at that point because now I've seen enough people fly around and I'm like, yeah. But if you eliminated food and
0: you eliminated the need for all the small little tasks, I mean, I don't even know that you would even be able to foresee the world that would exist. If everyone put their brain upon boredom and they already did every drug that was foreseen, they, they either went down the hole and they couldn't come back or, you know, they're in a place of like, we gotta think of something to do mm-hmm. in that world of chaos. You might have a whole different deal going. You know, I, I could see in the world of boredom, if technology really advanced to that level, and you could put gills on somebody, people would live in the water. Yeah. If you could design something where other people wanted to live at the tops of mountains because they love mountains,
1: that would also exist. Yes. If you, you would open up the the possibility on Earth for habitation, absolutely. Yeah. It's kind of you crazy. would have you would have mermaids, mermaids. We're back. We're mermaids back. are back. Would and you then, go
0: through the water though with a flipper rather than like a jet system? But think I don't about go it. Faster. So you
1: go with the flipper. That way you have less maintenance. I don't have to refuel mm. as much. But think about this: we have technology. Technology world exists. We build mermen. They live in the bottom of the sea. They do okay. their whole thing. Okay. World War Three happens. Everything wipes out. Everyone forgets the mermen. Two thousand years in the future, someone discovers. The people that have been living under the sea all this time, avoiding the fights of man, because of the Mer people, and then the exact thing that you thought about way back when—what uh, was it? Discovery Channel lied to you—is true. Do, 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 do You were do, do, never wrong. Do, do, do. You were just ahead of your time.
0: <laughs> well, that wraps it up. We've been everywhere that there is to be. But hey, if Optimus is real and he comes, I'm not sure Doomsday might have to uh, approach. But in the
1: meantime. It's going to be amazing. It's going to be awesome. It's going to be
0: awesome.